closing out everything on my computer. I wish we had a, a fart sounder that actually yeah, I can we kinda right do. Now. We just gotta cut it up, yeah. We gotta cut it. We do have the fart sounder one. because that's that's all that should be played right now at this moment <laughs> yeah. in time. Uh, <laughs> this uh yeah, we're actually doing this uh right at the start of the third period in game four. Uh the devils are getting their asses kicked. Six to one right now. So, as the course of this show, if they happen to pull the most miraculous comeback in postseason history, yeah, we'll be doing it live then. But that's not going to yeah. happen. What's up? It doesn't boys? look likely. It doesn't look like it's going to be a comeback kind of game. Uh, you know, maybe maybe you'll have a stronger period so that they have come into game five. six, would it be? Five. Five. Uh, looking much better. And uh, maybe only lose my That'd be nice. Yeah. I I mean, do you you guys have faith that there's going to be a game six? Not right now. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of worried about this game. I don't know about you guys. I was thinking one thing, like the way they won. It was such a wild, crazy game. Um, They, you know, played offensively to their potential, so it gives them like this feeling like we can score, we can score. Which they can, but you know, scoring when you're already up against Carolina is one thing. Scoring against them in a tight game, or worse, when you're behind, uh, that's different. And we know that. We were talking about this earlier, how well Carolina plays the neutral zone. And that's going to you know, definitely be the kind of team you want to uh, have a lead on. So when they score all those goals and pile on in this crazy victory they had, uh, that's kind of, you know, gives you a false sense of being able to score. I was worried that they would not follow through with a killer instinct kind of game. Then they come out and score. They look really hardworking and great. They get that goal in the first. And, and right after that, I just kind of felt like them sag a little bit. Like, Took you know, I don't yeah, know. It was missed opportunities, right? There was like three or four missed opportunities, and you kind of knew, like, I'm like, oh, we could be up 3 nothing right now. And then you start seeing Carolina start heating up, and you're like, ah, oh, shit, this is going to bite us in the yeah. ass, you know? Because there was a few in those first couple minutes I thought could have went in. Right, absolutely. Yeah, they just uh, – they did not have the killer instinct to, to get that second goal. And I kind of, you know, wish they realized how huge that would have been. Because Carolina is not a great comeback team. Um, they, you know, especially against the Devils, who are really good at making you pay when you have to take offensive chances. Um and instead, they kind of flipped the script. They sat back. They let Carolina take the lead. They could employ that neutral zone work that they do. And uh, then the Devils just really fell apart from there. I mean, it was just complete garbage. I don't know why they can't lose a close game. They, they're, if they're going to win, they're going to win, uh, you know, convincingly, maybe even in a close game. But if they're going to lose, it's going to be by a lot. Wow. That was horrible. Bob? I'm still trying to make head or tails of – this team in the playoffs is crazy. Tails, because that's where poop comes out of. Right. <laughs> that is indeed where, where poop comes out. I mean, listen, we knew when we did the last show that uh, eight goals was a you know, fluke kind of thing, that that's not going to be a standard for a game. I think we did come out of it, though, with some confidence saying they at least know they can score. Expected something a little better here the first period, first 10 minutes plus. Looks great. Um, I, just it unraveled too easy. 
it's just it's really strange um, how quickly you saw all the momentum just get sucked out. I'm not really sure um, why so quickly. Um, well, let, let's 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 talk about that because the the. the... The collapse was pretty fucking quick, man. It was, uh, it, yeah. it went, you know, it went I mean, sideways fast. Started with that penalty, and, but but what was that? The penalty pretty the, much was. I thought it was really the the, 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 the Meyer penalty ball. seemed to be a, a bit that uh, they kind of sagged a little bit after that. You know, instead of kind of getting the momentum from the penalty kill, they kind of I think let that get in their heads a little bit. You know, and uh, a missed opportunity, and then we get the penalty on that. Things after that, I don't know. I mean, do you attribute that to this team just being? The young and experienced team, and they let this shit kind of get in their heads a little bit. Yeah, it kind of seemed that way today. Like they just fell apart. Like you know, there was no. All right, guys, you know, we just gave two up quick. Let's buckle the fuck down and let's take care of business. We're still in this thing. It just kept getting worse. And now you feel yes. like you know we are missing some pieces, right? We were talking earlier. Like now, you you, you look at this team, and and I do think. Yeah, I know Bobby hates to hear this, but I do think the experience this year is going to be good for us. It's going to be good for us because we're going to next year we're going to have some different dudes on this team. But we're going to our guys that are there, our core guys, will have it. You know, will know what it's like to basically the seven game series. Uh, you know, I know we all were talking about if it was going to motivate them or it, it might have been the opposite of that, obviously. But it might have just drained them from that from such a crazy series. But I think it is important, man. I, um. You know, I think guys like Jack and obviously Luke, like we were saying, there was mistakes, but these are, you know, mm-hmm. things that, you know, he's got a taste now of what it's like. And it's not over yet. And, you know, I mean, yes, we're we're in a lot of trouble. And uh, I know I'm usually pretty positive. Um, you know, I'm not saying we can't go to Carolina and win, but it's going to be really damn tough. Uh, but are we really – we see how good Carolina can be. I think there's some missing pieces on this team that we need to address, you know, in the off season, And I think that – it's, it's, it's definitely a learning process. Let me, let me clarify my angle on the experience thing. I certainly understand how, whether they lose Thursday, which seems very likely you know, to be Carolina at home, or maybe they you know, just push it to bring another game back to Jersey just to kind of <laughs> squeeze our hearts a little more. I know what retrospect over an offseason can do. I know how that experience will be beneficial. My take on it is kind of the in-game and day-to-day this is playoff game 11. I'm not saying you have to have the experience to the point where you can't get past kind of the mental, the psyche part of it once you start seeing it fall apart. Um, it was more just about the initial drive. Like, why can't that be consistent? We ended the last podcast. I you know, wanted a clean win in 3-2, to two, but I wanted a clean playoff game. Because without that, I figured, what's the point of even moving on they're getting to the point where if they can't play a proper playoff game you're unrealistic if you think they're stanley cup champions anyway so that's what's driving me a little nuts you had a great seven game series that's a crap load of experience you were down 0-2 and you got destroyed the first two games that's a crap load of experience and you let that same scenario happen again in the beginning here carolina's a different team i get it they made some adjustments had that crazy game i just it's more about just the fight and knowing, just simply knowing if we skate, skate, play our game, hopefully 6-1 to one doesn't happen. And it's we get destroyed, you're right, because we get well, destroyed. Yeah, yeah but I kind of see what you're saying. Uh, but at the same time, like, experience is the entire playoff. You know, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, they, what they learned from the Ranger series should have 
help them and get them to play better than uh, against Carolina. And I, I get your point on that, but like Carolina, this team, you know, this is all still getting that experience. Now they're experiencing playing a better team and getting kicked in the dick and figuring out maybe next season, you know what, maybe we need to play a lot. If we played Carolina last year a little bit more this way or that way, we could have beaten them. And maybe that helps them down the road, that whole thing. But I get your point. Like, you went through it already. There's no more excuses. You should have just been playing some great hockey like you're capable of doing. And the other side of it, just the final thing they could take from this is at the very least learn how to stop the bleeding. Have you ever right. seen a team lose this bad, this many games, and still be this far into the second round? Like, I was this thinking is absurd. the same thing. No, they, they, they shouldn't they be there. The adversity <laughs> and they're behind. They have not come back. Think about it. I mean, and this no. is kind of funny because you know this is a mental thing because all season long, that's all they you did. could not count them out with two, down two goals, three goals. They won a, a shitload of games that way, and no problem. They were the comeback kids. They, they they felt comfortable there, but come playoffs, they fell back a little bit. You credit the other teams for having that playoff intensity of keeping the lead when they have it, which is something the Devils lacked. Um, but you also realize that they st- they went to a panic mode. You go down two goals oh, yeah. and you're the Devils this year, you're panicking. And that was evident. And I would say from the net out, um, I would say that, you know, Vanacek could have helped stop the bleeding. Last two goals especially, uh, you know, earlier would have been even better. Uh, but he couldn't rise to that occasion and make that great save that – you know, he's capable of. I'm not saying all his goals were horrible goals. Let's face it, Freddie Anderson's goal was was worse than you know anything Vanacek let in. Um, you know, I get it was deflection, this and that. You can pick all the goal apart and, and say they weren't horrible goals. But you know, playoff time, you need that whole team to rise, and I think it starts from that out. And there's no better time than when your team has messed up for your goalie to come in and go. Mm-hmm. This stops now. Give them some breathing room. Give them five, ten minutes to just regroup. You know, let them let them carry them on your back for a while until they can hopefully wake up, and then out from there. You know, everybody, the defensive core guys who normally are pretty solid are making mistakes all of a sudden. And you know, we're not talking about Hughes. This is game four in his career. Uh, it's it's not. We're not talking about him. Um, he definitely needs to grow. But even outside of that, Siegenthaler made a very similar mistake. Uh, you know, he's got to be solid here, especially at that time. And, he can make a mistake. That, in the playoffs. That's the worst time. And at that time, the guys, the veteran guys that are brought here for that need to have a strong shift, you know, get a good scoring opportunity. The Palats and the Hollis. Hollis took a fucking stupid penalty, you know, in that moment and uh, put his team in a bad spot. So it's not nobody is stepping up right now. And what's happening, at least I'm seeing, is you're seeing a guy like Jack Hughes trying to do everything himself. And in turn, that adds to frustration. And, you know, you end up getting a little chippy with your... Uh, your teammates because you know you feel you're pulling you're the only guy pulling your weight Michael McLeod skating his ass off but again you know these two guys are not the entire team we are so much better right. than this and Jesper Bratt I mean come on uh, well, seriously he's, he's the most and, MIA guy and we were talking with the most upside and we got absolutely nothing from him this playoffs how much money did this postseason cost Jesper Bratt because I think it's in fucking millions Absolutely, yeah, this so. postseason is in the millions because if I'm Tom Fitzgerald and I had a contract saying sitting in front of him, like we know Terrible. he does, we don't know, we don't know what it is. If it's seven and a half million dollars, a five year deal, I say no, no, no. Wait a second, <laughs> that was that contract. Yeah, now, yeah. Team Meyer, yeah. that kind of thing. Well, you were already yeah. talking Team Meyer, obviously, but 
Well, I mean, Timo is, I think, you know, I, I think Timo on this team is a great addition and somebody we need. Um, and we're going to need to make the next year's postseason run. But, uh, yeah, I expect he's an asset regardless of this year. He's an asset going forward. Absolutely. Yeah, What's so. that, Dan? No, I expect Timo's to build on his season in the playoffs. Uh, for the next playoffs have even a better attempt. But you can't look at Brat and go, I think he'll be better next time. I mean, he was dead, flat. And yeah. I love Invisible. Brat. But, and I was so worried, like, okay, but not really so worried. I, I was, and it was a big question mark. He's never never had a shot at the playoffs, and he's had the propensity during the season to just go away for multiple games. We talked about this a lot. Like, geez, uh, I hope that doesn't happen because, boy, when he's on, mm-hmm. think about during that streak. He was key. He was all over yeah. the place doing great stuff. But he spent a lot of time uh, during the season, multiple games going away. And if you can't turn it on, uh, here we are in the second round, uh, a game, a chance to tie up the series or go down 3-1, and he's still that flat, that hesitant, making all kinds of mistakes. I mean, that's just awful. Um, it was just a brutal game by Brad, definitely. He, he led the pack in MIA, and uh, that's it. What's up, buddy? Yeah, Dan, I, if, if you would have told me that, you know, Brad is going to go start off slow in the playoffs, right, and go in one of his streaks where he disappears for a little while – but then told me we were going to be in game 11, I would think, yeah. okay, he's going to break out of it at some point between game 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah, right there he didn't ever slump this long. So, yeah, it's it's amazing how um, how distant he was. Like how, but then doesn't look feel at, like he's part of the team. The <laughs> yeah, look at all the conversations we had leading up to the playoffs. How many times did we say how many different guys can take over a series? Yeah. And the answer is zero. Day, well, today I would say that two people have done that in at least one way. Like Jack is doing his thing, yeah. and Schmidt did his thing in the first round. I mean, other than that, nobody. Is has there done any that. change? I thought in Mike this McLeod game? had a good playoffs actually so far. I mean, no, altogether, no. Yeah, Michael. I, mean, I think he's sort of. He's. I think he's grown as a player. I'll put it like that. From you know. Yeah. And but you know this, this is you know this is going to show a lot of character in this team and just how they lose on Thursday. You know, is it going to be like this or is it going to be, you know, a hard fought fucking loss? Yeah. Or you could look back and go, it's too bad they couldn't get it together earlier. Wow, that was a good game, you know. Yeah, that would be more of a growth loss than just like going down to flames again like this. You, you don't want to see him go out there and throw the kitchen sink out there the first half of the game and just totally get, you know. By kitchen sink, do you mean Mackenzie Blackwood? Because I think he might be in that. I saw an article about will he see a start, and it, I'm like I'm, I'm screaming at the uh, news feed. No, no. Yeah. But you know, like right now, what, what does that even matter? I, I'm I can't tell you how bummed I am about Vanacek's start. I mean, I've seen. I'll, I'll tell you the first two ga- games with the uh, Rangers. I don't blame him for them at all, and I think I heard a lot of people who did. You know, uh, I'm like thinking, no, I think you know Schmidt might have had the same exact problems there, and it was just the kind of games they were. This is a game where he could have, you know, come up the hero, stop the bleeding, and we needed him no bigger time than now. I think, you know, he proved that we don't have a playoff goalie right now. No, and, we uh, don't. That's a big bummer. It's you know, I mean, point. look, it, things could turn around. He could turn it around too. It, it, the series is not over. But if it ends this way, you know, uh, then, you know, th- that big hope we had for a playoff goalie is, you know, very much in question. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're absolutely right. It sucks yeah. because he did. He played fucking great for us all year, and uh, yeah. he couldn't get it together at all. You in start the to hear the echoes now, like of Washington, where they're saying he's not a playoff goalie, and for us, he was so solid all year. But we did, you know, come into this game, we we all agreed, like if we could just see a you know vintage V game, 
Maybe steal one. That was yeah. what we said. They just steal one, you know? Get us back I, in this series. Because I knew going down to Carolina, even if we won this game today, which I actually honestly expected they were going to do, I did not think they were going to win in Carolina. That's how badly they were outplayed in their barn. Yeah. So I thought, it, you know, at best we have a Saturday game, and then, you know, maybe that could be it. But now, if, I mean, if this would be the team, miracle game they win. If this team um, doesn't think that Akira Schmidt is the – future of the New Jersey Devils goaltending organization and he's just a backup at best and maybe not going to be the guy, then they need to really think about going out there and getting a playoff caliber goaltender because seriously, Vanacek has shown me nothing and I am in no way, shape or form, I don't care if he wins 40 games for us next year, I wouldn't be comfortable going into the playoffs with him. And I'll be um, honest, about I, and I really like Schmidt, and I think he has a lot of. I think there's a good chance he could be a great goaltender. But I'm not 100. I'll be on uh, being honest as a like a with you guys. I'm not 100 percent sure that he is the 100 percent answer next year. You know, so I'm, right. I don't know. Just right. go out to the free agent. I'm not convinced, really. I, I mean, I think you might have to seriously consider it. Yeah, it's yeah. not a bad move because if you look at what this team is going to be for the next at least what six, seven years, hopefully at least. Yeah. I mean, we might not be third in the division every time it might be you know seeding anywhere one through eight but hopefully a you know perennial playoff contender then yeah this might be the time to get like a bona fide you know go, but who do you get like is there anyone available i'm not even up with that yet i was still hoping to be advancing in the playoffs but i mean that's not easy to get a premium goalie kind of help trade you know i mean that might be your best option actually we have with yeah, yeah. is obviously go get connor hellbuck I don't know if he's. Uh, I think he's. I think this is his last year of his contract. Maybe Winnipeg would be willing to deal him. You know, they got a lot of problems going on. No, something to think about. I'm, I'm sure Fitzgerald's looking at it, and and you know, I I trust him to make the right move there. I'm also, you know, not so sure that Schmidt's not going to be the answer. He's right. very yeah. well could be. We'll see. Uh, you know, right now in this series, uh, when I look at things that cost us, it was really the goaltending was not the number one thing. It was uh, a lot of the stars that just did not come alive. Um, but at the same the time, guys, you, know. Mm-hmm. you know, like you said, though, like at the same time, though, there wasn't that big save. There wasn't that. Yeah, I nope. mean, the it's guys the problem, weren't helping right? them. But, you know, if the guys, if the yeah. ship breaks down in front of you and you come up huge and that does a lot for your team. And it wasn't. It was, you know, mistakes all the way down. Nobody stepped up against the Rangers. He made he made a couple of those. Just yeah, yeah, against the Rangers. Yeah, Schmidt did. That's all it took. There was one or two extra really big ones, and and then that was a cruising four nothing win. Didn't seem as easy at the time, but he started off there. Yep. Go ahead, Dan. Sorry about that. Good. No, I said like right after the Devils scored their first goal. Stall gets a great opportunity all oh, along. It's a beautiful save. And, you know, if you stop the game there, you're not worried about Vanacek at all. That's the kind of thing he brought to the Devils all season long. Those early saves that, you know, even when they clamped down and did a great job, you look back at them and go, "That's that changed the whole game. So it could have been that story. And then what led away from that, well, let's look at the second goal. That was totally not him. I mean, that was a breakdown. Uh, yeah. Third goal, even fourth goal, honestly, I'm going to say it's the same. I thought the last two goals, they were totally him. You could tell he was rattled. His positioning wasn't good. You know, they, they, he just looked behind the play entirely. Um, so, you know, when I look at the, the failures of this team, I probably put the goaltending as like number three or four. I, I look at other things that are more, uh, been more detrimental to this team than the goaltending. So I would love to see a big name guy come in, but. 
you know, realistically, when you look at caps and this and that, I don't know if I wouldn't want to make improvements, uh, you know, to our forwards and, you know, uh, trade out some guys who are more well, playoff ready than like Brat and such. But I, I, I think that there's a guy that we've been letting off the hook, or at least I feel like everybody has, and nobody's talked about him. But motherfucker, been other since you know game three of the Ranger series has been invisible. Is Dougie Hamilton? This yeah. dude has been you know a ghost out there. You know yes. when we need a guy getting pucks on net, like you're the dude. Where are you? Uh, you yeah. know, I, I just. I see him pinching a little bit. I see him, you know, every once in a while trying to get in there, but nowhere near as dominant as he should be, or as he was yeah, all he, season. He swooped in. He had one hard shot uh, that was right into the goalie. Other than that, he he really had no chance that I saw in tonight's game. Uh, funny, that was that, that very shot. That very shot, Dan. I saw that shot, and I'm thinking of exactly what you just said, Chris. Yeah, right. As that shot happened, I was like, wait a minute. That's like I don't even recall him taking a shot since then. Yeah, and obviously, right. I've seen him, but yeah, you're right. He has yeah, disappeared as well, and he gets paid to be the guy at least throws the puck that way. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of guys hesitate, right? It's the perfect play. Dougie always shoots the puck. And, and Palat looked old all postseason. I mean, he did. Palat looked old. He, he, you know, he had some good games and kind of yeah, gave it all he can. Be- busted his ass, but just kind of looked a little step slower. Um, you know, I'm not going to give him any shit for the effort because, man, he's one of the hardest working guys out there every single shift. Uh, Dawson Mercer, I expected more from. Uh, yeah, you know, again, a couple of good games from him, but tonight he was inconsequential. Yeah, I mean, these are the guys that need to step up, and you know, hopefully, you know, and and the crazy thing is, yeah, they can, you know, they can. I don't know if they can really beat Carolina three games in a row. Definitely, they've given us no indication to believe that. But if you can actually go back to looking at how they played a lot during the regular season, they are capable of it. But whatever is going on right now, I mean, everything is falling apart, and it's ugly. I think one thing that I did, I, I thought of tonight when I was watching, you know, it, it is disappointing. I'm, I'm, you know, it's it's kind of a, it's not over yet, like we said, but it's a very, we're in a lot of trouble now. But, man, it has been a great any... season for this team. We are way ahead of where I thought we'd be. Yes. And I mean, I'm excited for next year, I, even though right now I'm not thinking really but, like that. But Let know, me ask uh, you guys a question. And I don't know the answer to this. Is there anybody in that locker room right now that can galvanize this team together to make them forget about all the outside noise and forget that it's a fucking elimination game and go out there and play devil's hockey on, on Thursday night and actually maybe put a little bit of fucking worry into the Carolina uh, fan base? Hughes, I mean, in there. I I mean who's the guy in that locker room? No, I think no. Jack, they don't have them. I think Jack though is the is, is the one who can actually if you look at all those personalities. I mean, I think he's the, yeah. but he's I don't know. I don't know if he has the fucking you know. He's already doing uh, everything he can. The, team the knows clout. The guy who would be with right now, you know, it, it would be Heischer, uh, but it you know is right? Heischer going to do it? I mean, look, we all love Heischer, and he has good consistent effort, but he doesn't have good consistent production, and the series uh, that hurts. Tonight, we could have used Heischer's production. And, you know, as a leader in the locker room and on the ice, if he's going to wear the C, he's got he's to show up in these games. This is a huge, huge game. You know, your captain has to show up in that game. And that's, uh, you know, no matter what is said in the locker room, if he's your captain, you'll, you'll look for more production, even if he's not scoring. Crashing the net, you know, uh, getting into stuff. The physicality was not there in this game. When you're down... 
right? And you're down, especially when it started to get ugly. You're down even by two, three, one. We're going, okay, I guess they're going to pull Vanacek. They don't. They don't even take a timeout. Okay. But one thing they could have responded with was hits, thumping. I don't know yeah. what was said. I don't know if they started a new strategy of like, hey, we're worried about taking penalties, so let's lay off the hits. It doesn't work with Carolina. Because it was just so weird the way there was no physicality in this game. You, that is one way to lead, even when the, the scoring's not there. You get in there, you get ugly, and you do the hard work. And, you know, you get traffic in front of the net. You start uh, causing trouble, getting under their skin. You do something. You don't just yeah. like, oh, my God, the sky is falling, and, and, and just allow more goals but we no that, actual reaction. But we don't have anybody on this team that can do that, that can lead that. We don't have the Matthew Kachuk, and I know he's you know the other end of the spectrum, but we don't have anybody. Go back to those yeah. old devil teams, those Scott, Scott Stevens, Stevens, those Randy McKays, those John Maddens, those guys that Claude would Lemieux. just lead by example. Yeah, Claude Lemieux, lead by example, was go nobody, out there. But it, and it right. was nobody. It was just it right. was just a fucking fart. In previous games, we had Wood acting nasty, and and when he needed to, he ended up getting himself tossed out of that well, series. But you know, um, and we also had Meyer playing that role uh, yeah. against. Rangers and tonight somebody should have played that role and uh, I think sometimes you know your captain's got to lead the way with that and that's why I was kind of bummed about Heisher's performance tonight uh, above a lot of others too. Bobby, this is not a popular no, opinion to a lot of people, like, but this is why I think we need to. You got to have one <laughs> tough guy on your team. You know, you yeah, gotta I agree one. with that tone, but wait, let Bobby let Bobby get his point. Okay, I was. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, Bobby. I didn't hear you. I'm just saying. Can you imagine Scott Stevens like? And there's there's one like five one loss in a playoff, not like seven of them. Can you imagine him like no, it, it, like, it would just never happen. Like the team would the team wouldn't allow it to happen. No, they would play their asses off for Scott Stevens. You know yeah. who's who are they playing? Yeah, who are they playing their asses off for? And Meyer, I'm going to give a little bit of the pass for because he's definitely not fucking healthy. I mean that hit still knocked the shit out of him, and I don't think he's a hundred percent as far as the the physicality goes. But like yeah. we don't. We don't have we don't have anybody that will step in and you know, kind of take control, uh, and it does fall squarely on Heisher. He wears the C, which in hockey is you know, so much. I mean, it's it's ceremonial in every other fucking sport. It's not in hockey. Like you're the leader. You're the dude that they follow. That these guys go and battle, and they're going to take on your persona, they're going to, everything, your work ethic, these guys, if you're a good one, they'll run through a brick fucking wall for you. Uh, so yeah, he sure needs to step the hell up. He, he, you know, he did a lot of good things in the Ranger series, but he's been basically invisible this series. And the, and with Wood, I think the problem with Wood was, and we, Tony and I were talking about this earlier, like, the first two games, you know, he was fucking trying to do so much that he was getting himself right. into penalty trouble. He was going completely yeah. over the edge. And then that since he's been back in, he's been playing good. He's had, you know, a couple of goals, but he's lost that physicality part because I, he's just scared of taking a penalty and hurting the team. And there's no happy medium there. Like, dude, you need to be right in the middle there. You can do it. We all know you can do it, but he's not. Uh, so, yeah, he's playing tentative. The whole team just seems out of sync. You know, it's, I don't know. It's like it just, they're, they're, you know what it is? They don't look like a team. They just look like a bunch of guys out there skating. So inconsistent, you know. I mean, you get one one day, you got, well, last game was a little sloppy, as we know. But it's so inconsistent because you see this team, they came out, they won three games last series to get right back into it. 
But now it's, I don't know, it just goes from, like, medium to flat. You get one real high game where they're just bolting, but, like, just so, I mean, very inconsistent. You're not going to. You're not going to get through the playoffs doing that. You know, you see teams like like we mentioned Florida and them. You know, it's pretty much uh, they show up every night, and you have to show up every night in the playoffs because teams like Carolina are not going to let you get away with that. Now, I still think maybe their best game of the entire playoffs was game three, the tight thriller overtime. That's still the one that impresses me the most. Yeah. They were able to That's hang in that game win. and win yeah. it. And then they had some very good games after that, but that yeah. was probably their best game. Yeah, they haven't been in any of these. I mean, they just fucking, once they get the first goal in on them, they're just falling apart. It's mm-hmm. crazy. So, so what do you yeah. do on goal next game? I mean, I don't even know. I mean, I guess you got to go. I don't even, I really have, this is the first, I will say this, this is the first time all postseason where I really don't know what you do. I, I'm going to put Schmidt in 100%, and I'll tell you why. Like, we talked about the possibility of getting a big-name goaltender. That's great if it comes through. If it doesn't, you know, who's your best prospect for, you know, playoffs next year. It's Schmidt. You know, that's and he's because he's young. Look at him, right? Yeah, give him that experience, and and you know, either way, you learn. If he if he really uh, plays you a tight game, win or lose, you're feeling good about him coming back as your playoff goalie. If that's what it's going to be next season, if if he blows it, then you really know. Like, hey, I need to do this goalie upgrade. Uh, It has to be done. I, I don't think I can rely on him. This one game will tell you more than probably any other because it'll be a uh, elimination game. He's been part of the playoffs already anyway, so let's give him that elimination game experience and see what we learn about elimination game. I kind of I I hope that the coaching staff actually sees it that way. I really do because I I think that makes a hundred percent perfect sense. I really hope the coaching staff sees it that way and they don't do something like put fucking Mackenzie Blackwood in. That would be hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> I have to agree, Chris. I mean, they V got his couple of shots again. Yeah, didn't quite come through. It's a perfect time to see Schmidt again. But you know, Tony said this earlier. I mean, I do know the way this coaching staff has thrown Blackwood in there in some pretty big games. I, I don't see any value in that whatsoever. I mean, and there's not a person I know that thinks he's going to be on this team next year. So there's zero point in doing that, other than thinking it's really going to be that one amazing spark that makes us come back from three one. So with that, I would definitely go Schmidt. Uh, but if you think you're coaching staff, you do have to kind of look at it the other way, right? It can be like either this can be the one well, thing that galvanizes this team, right? Brings them together, and, and or this can be the thing that gets me fucking fired because they right. are going to have my head if we lose 10 yeah. to nothing and I have Mackenzie Blackwood in there. So, yeah, there is a I, – I think they do have to look at it both ways. Very true. Yeah, yeah. And if he shows up, I guess, you, you know, you, I, I don't know. I just don't think you can do it. But I know what you're saying, though, right? It's like put him in there and he gets shelled. It's, it's just going to be, He's uh, oh, my God, the fan base Carolina is going to jump off the you know. roof. <laughs> I, I mean, a lot of it's going to have to do with these guys now. I mean, it's gut check time. I don't know what you can yep. say as a coach. I don't know what you can, you know, it's not about the coaches anymore. You know, this yep. is now, it's about the guys on the ice. The and they are ha- done. Yeah, yeah they have done. to fucking produce if they want to go I would home. Want the then coaching to tell them to be more physical, though. That's one thing that they have yeah. to do. They have to look at this game and go, "Where was the physicality in this game? That was a big thing that was missing." And then you know, you wonder. Look, we say it's not up to the coaches. I totally agree with you because it's totally gut check time. Those guys have to be upset with themselves when their performances on an individual level. What can the coach say that's gonna, you know, and make a difference? But on the other hand, they have to come up with a lineup. So what about other personnel changes? Do 
do they make no personnel changes? I mean, is that doing their job? Uh, do you even there, yeah. play Brat? Do you, uh, do you want to get Lazar in and, and sit Brat? Do you want to stop the seven defenseman deal? I mean, what do you guys want to do with this with the other moves outside of the goaltender? Well, I guess at this point, right, you do whatever. I mean, whatever you think is going to help this team get a spark up their ass. Uh, I don't think you go as crazy as pulling, you know, three or four guys from your your you know lineup. And but I do think maybe you go back to the six defensemen. Maybe you get a, throw another forward out there. Let's get a look at uh, you know Lazar. Definitely, I'd like to see him in there. And uh, maybe one of the kids. Uh, who do we bring up, Tone? Let's get Nemnik in there. You know, or I, you know, Grant well, Clark. I don't know. You know, I mean, it's a big. I mean, another. Defense. He had a good, really good season over in Utica. Who? Well, I would like to see Nemec. Graham Clark. No, no, oh, no you're not going to get Nemec in there. Nemec's not going to see any ice. We already got it. He's up. He's up with the Black Aces with them now. He's out there skating with them and stuff with at the pro team. Yeah, I know, but I don't think that they would put another rookie defenseman. Did in. Did Graham Which, Clark come up? Yeah, he's up there too. I didn't see yeah. his name. Yeah, Nico Dawes is even up there. <laughs> Why don't you take Nico and put him up in there? You put Graham Clark in? Well, I mean, like you said, right now, why not? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, we're we're pretty much we're going to Carolina to play the Hurricanes, and it, and it's going to be loud in that damn place. Um, well, I mean, why not? You know, right now, nothing seems to be working. If you, you know, it's six to one right now. Obviously, this game's done. Um, so you put the so you so you go back to the six D men, right? And you just bring you, you sit Jesper Bratt, and you bring in uh, Lazar and uh, Lexi Lazar Clark. Okay. It's a possibility. And then who? what defenseman do we sit? Um, Smith. Maybe Smith, I guess. Yeah. And uh, But if yeah. Graves, is, Graves well, is willing to go, I think you need to put him back in, too. I don't know who. Maybe. Maybe you sit ball. You sit ball. Yeah, you sit ball. That would be a good one. I, I would want, if this is going to be our last game, I mean, I would want Graves in it. Is Graves going to be ready to play Thursday? I don't know. He skated the last two days. They they thought he might have been able to go tonight, actually. But uh, so I guess he, you know, it's game time. Well, yeah, I guess is... you got to go with a hunch, right? This this is the coaching time. Go with a hunch because you got nothing to lose. And I don't yeah, think you're going to bring up. Maybe Clark's not going to get in there. But I think you bring up. I, mean, I guess you look at it and say, okay, who's probably going to play with this team next year? Let's just let's. Well, you maybe... know, you got Lazar. Yeah. And I definitely said Brat. I don't care really at this point. I don't care who you put in. I mean, nobody's going to be worse. You know, uh, so I can't believe we're saying that like about Brad. Seriously, like this far in, but you're yeah. right. He has absolutely done zero, so anybody can come in and do more. Yeah, that's such a shame. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been so consistently you know absent throughout the playoffs. He had really a couple good shifts and nothing more, and that's that's like been the story of the playoffs. I mean, if they're able to turn the series around, some miracle, it's going to be almost impossible without him if he's on the ice because he's been such a black hole of energy. Uh, for this team, and you know, wow, what a, a comeback story it would be for him in his career. But that looks even less likely than the Devils coming back at all, and that's yeah. that's a shame because uh, what an amazingly talented player. It always makes you wonder, like, why some guys just can't get it done in the playoffs. Yeah, this kind of sucks. And who would have thought that, Jasper? I mean, really, if I would, we would have said to ourselves two months before the playoffs started. Yeah. I think Jack. I would, I would think, hey, Jesper's going to have a good playoffs. That's one thing I wasn't even worried yeah. about. It wasn't even in my mind, actually. Maybe a couple yeah. games. A couple games. He sometimes goes away, but like Bobby said, and he's right. He's never gone away for eleven games. That's a lot. Yeah, we you need. Know. We need. I thought he'd need... get three or four goals in like a three-game span. You know, something kind of tight in at least. 
taken yeah. over a couple of games. At least Zero points. Yeah, one assist. Is that what it is? Two assists? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I think he has. Yeah, I think he has two. Yeah, that's right. I think he has a goal and two assists in the whole playoffs. Okay, I forgot about the goal. He had an empty netter, right? Empty yeah, netter. netter at the. He has three points in eleven games. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, we can get that from Nolan Foot and you know, uh, you know Tice or um, whatever, right? Thompson, Tice, Tice, was he up? Yep. Who's up? Thompson. Holtz. Yeah, I mean, you can get those points. Uh, You know, I mean, we don't need him and whatever ridiculous contract he was asking for. Sorry, Brat. We don't like you anymore. It's so funny because early early, off the team. That's early this season (laughs) on some of the podcasts. We were were mentioning some other players that were interchangeable. Take him. I think at the time I said Boquist before he kind of started doing some really good things, but never once did we say Brad. Like, no. It wasn't like, oh, you can bring up foot for Brad any day. Like It wasn't no. even a thought. Nope. He was yeah. too important to this team, and he still is. This is why a big reason why we're in this hole. A lot of it is Jesper Brat. You know, this guy scored 30 goals. He was all over the place this year, and we really needed him to show up. Uh, really needed Nico, Nico Heischer to produce a lot more, exactly what Dan had said. Needed our defense to start, pin, you know, Tatar. getting in. You know, Tomas Tatar yeah. fucking disappeared. Um, yeah. You know, this series, Eric Holla, Palat, they've all disappeared. This series has been the Jack Hughes show again. We've yeah, seen this the guys story. that Hughes would and, feed great passes to, and, and then they do nothing with it, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I'm not looking for them to match his skill and then, you know, do, a, a, you know, three fakes and a beautiful backhand in, but just get the dang, damn shot on net, you know? Let Hughes yeah. play his game, feed you a pass, and you just shovel it on net. And, you know, somebody else going to the net. I did not see that simple game. A few times they did that, and it really paid off this this playoffs. But um, when you have that one nothing lead, keep the, the game simple. Throw the shots yes. on net. Get traffic in front. Um, it's kind of ironic, you know, that the Carolina plays that simple game that the Devils did so well back in their last, you know, championship form. You know, very strong in the neutral zone, willing to capitalize with hard work in front of your net and um you know this team we has shown us so many cool things this year that they could play basically any style you know and in unexpected times they would come back and play tight games they would play those hard-working games but they've gone away from that and so often now that they find themselves down 3-1 and you know you wonder even if they realize oh wait that is the playoff hockey we need to do it might be too late and they might have too limited experience trying to execute that to really make it work yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. Does anybody else feel like uh, going on anymore, or how about we just kind of make this a quick one for tonight, and we get back on yeah. Thursday and uh, yeah. Let's get back on Thursday? Do we have a devil you know this Thursday? Or are we going to yes, put we do. that Tony. off? Tony. No, Tony has ah, it. Nice. nice. Tony's yeah. got it. All right. I'm excited about that. Tony always comes up with some good ones. And hopefully we won't be so somber on uh, on Thursday night. You know, hopefully. no. Here's what's going to happen. Yeah, because they shouldn't win at all whatsoever. Somehow they're going to. They're going to pull <laughs> us along, right? And then then you got to say, well, you know, the energy at home. They can win one more. <laughs> Just pull us so, along till. Are we... you saying this is a series is going to seven? I, I can't believe I'm even considering it, but I don't want this to end. So I'm okay. saying right now. We beat Carolina at home because we absolutely have no business being able to do that. I won't go any further than that right now, but we are coming back to Jersey. Does anyone else share Bobby's opinion? 
We have to win. I, I so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share about Now we have game. to. Or are we, we going to? We have to win. Yes, we have to win. Oh, wait. So, so you're Bobby. saying we're going to win on Thursday too, Tone? Yeah. And do you say that we come back home on Saturday and pull another one out of our ass and force a game seven? Yeah, you know... I'm just gonna stick with. I'm gonna worry about. I'm gonna worry about the next game. I think because it's no, no, no. That you know, game seven. I don't know, man. I, I think if, if we get, okay, if we win in Carolina, I think we do win at home. Now that we win in the game seven in Carolina, yeah, I, agree I don't that. know. But okay, okay. So Dan, are you going the same route? Uh, well, I can't uh, from an odds perspective. I, I give the Devils like a 35 percent chance of winning the next game. But if they do, I'll flip those numbers the other way around to to force a game seven, and then you know. That would be a 50-50 at that point if we got to that. But the Devils are down, uh, you know, in percentage here because Carolina has played really good at home. Uh, they have all the confidence. And I watch the players. I listen to what they say. They have a professional experience team. They're saying the right things. They're doing the right things. I watch them on the bench. They're not getting too high. They they respect the team they're playing against. They know they got their asses kicked already. They're not going to want to have another letdown like that. So that means if the Devils win, they got to win a grinder game. I know they're capable of it. That's why the percentage isn't worse against them. But they have so many problems right now and so many things to turn around. Uh, they need to strike a balance between they were embarrassed and angry and now they're the underdogs and that's where they're going to thrive and really believe that message uh, without lo- letting the game get out of control. All right, Sometimes we've seen them you know, try to respond with physicality that has been missing and it hurts them, like Game 2 versus the Rangers. So right. there's so many pitfalls in front of them that I think you got to be a little insane to give them the winning percentage in the next game. But, you know, this is why you play the game because 35% chance of winning is means that, you know, better than three out of ten times they're going to win that game. So let's hope it's this time. Two goals. That's it. That's all they need early Game Thursday night, if they get two goals in the first 10 minutes, they can win that game. And you, you've seen it. There are Tony said it, you know, they get a couple not even good saves that Freddie Anderson makes. Just bad breaks. Things aren't going their way. The, the Carolina comes down, they score, and now you got to play catch-up against this team. They cannot do it. They had a one-goal lead. They needed that second one tonight. They didn't get it, and Carolina yep. just fucking took advantage and made them look stupid. The Devils can skate with this team. They can play just as good defensively. Yeah, they can play just as good defensively as they can. They can do everything except why I think right now our goaltending is extremely suspect. But you know, hopefully, so is theirs. Which, you know? Yeah, so is theirs. Uh, you know, but every friggin' game has had a. Uh, I, I'm going to say every game has had a goaltending change uh, since the series started. That is going to yep. continue on Thursday. It will be Freddie Anderson, not Akira Schmid, and nice. we're going to win on Thursday. Love See, it. what you can't do is you can't go to Carolina and not score in the first period. You can't go 0-0 into that second period, I think. I think you got you, it. You can't go – yeah, you're, you can't go past the first period, and if you're down yeah. or tied, you're screwed. You yeah. have got to get the first two goals in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, I See, definitely agree. Did. I think that's – if you don't See, do that, did. you're just – you're building up. Yeah, you know what? We did. get more momentum. We did. We did. We all – we're all saying – we're all going to win. We're all saying – not even that. We're all saying they're going to go to game seven. 
Game seven. No one's picking a winner here, but that's what we're all saying. And we're all going to come back Thursday and say, what a bunch of fucking idiots we are. <laughs> Don't wait a Blackwood let in 15 goals on 12 shots. How the fuck do you do that? Yeah, I'm sure. You know, it's, it's, and it's hard not to feel like we feel. You look at like social media, Bobby. I'm sure you notice when the Devils lose, man. It's like a ghost. Everyone's just. It's just a. Nobody oh, likes it when your team loses. Yeah, you know, like, you, know you don't want to. You put on the radio to listen to your. You know them either talk about the game coming up that your team is in. Or, you know, after your team just won a big game, of course, you listen to everything afterwards. But when your team gets their ass kicked, you're not going to listen to that. You're not going to listen to every single person in America go on about how Carolina just ass-raped you for a third time. It's embarrassing. I don't know about you guys, but, like, when your team gets knocked out of the playoffs, whether it's football or baseball, like, I just stay away from ESPN. I'm just like, ah. Yeah, I I don't go on anything. Go outside and... (laughs) <laughs> it Hang sucks. It's the worst feeling, yeah. but you get over it. And no matter how many times they break your heart, you keep going back like you and your Raiders and me and my Vikings wow. and all of us and the Devils. It's just what we do. Yeah, Bobby and his Mets. I'm literally <laughs> not ready for baseball. Like I can't watch the Mets right now. I just need this to go on a little longer. At least, at least yeah, get me to Saturday. Okay. I think uh, that's going to happen. I think I that's going to happen. Show. I need to find like a – I don't have a – you know, I don't have a show I watch in the evenings anymore, so I need to do that. You know, what are you guys watching now? Uh, TV wise, yes. uh, Better Call Saul season six finally catching up with that show. So um, you like that, Dan? The Better Call. I, oh, I liked Breaking Bad. Right. I didn't yeah. Like... You know what? I it's love... kind of weird. It's not the same. It. I feel like it. It kind of sagged, uh, especially seasons three and four, five picked up again. Six I like a lot so far, but I'm only two in. I like that show. Yeah. Uh, some good actors on that. I mean, Stranger Things. Oh, I love Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah, checked all those out. Uh, you know, and they I, stopped uh, production on season whatever five. Now they stopped production because of the writer strike. So who knows when we're getting the last season of Stranger Things? So last season was for like reshoots out, right? and stuff. Well, it was last that? season the prison one was shot in Lithuania. It's actually Lithuanian prison over in Vilnius that they shot all. Those it was the Russian shit. prison. The Russian prison was actually in Lithuania. Yeah, it was a uh, old, wait, wait, wait. Uh, the Russian prison in the show was really the one they in used as a Russian prison was actually shot in Lithuania. Yeah. So why did they say it was a Russian prison? Well, because they used it at that was on the show. That was the that was the narrative, man. <laughs> I didn't but write it. It wasn't though. It was in Lithuania. It was film in Lithuania. Are you telling me that Stranger Things lied to me <laughs> when they said it was a Russian yes, prison? Yes, I'm telling you they lied to you. Those scenes were shot. I have in a bad news here, about the upside down, Chris. I have bad news. <laughs> if you tell me that it's not real, Dan, a... I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> It's like Pee Wee's. What was it? Pee Wee's Big Adventure, where he's driving through the movie sets. Uh, King Kong, <laughs> yeah. Twisted exactly. Sisters, doing a Burn in Hell. Yeah. You know. Oh boy. So, what are you watching, Bobby? Um, we just started watching Citadel on Amazon. How is that? It's actually pretty good. We just got to episode three, so it's getting a little James Bondy with the gadgets and stuff. But the first two mm-hmm. definitely pulled me in, and now I'm wondering how good it's actually going to be. But it's entertaining enough to get through. Hmm. Um, and I'm getting ready to go watch Superman and Lois. So, yeah, you like man. Superman and Lois? I like it better than the other WB superhero crap. Like this one, I like. I used to watch Arrow all the time. I loved Arrow. That was a I couldn't show. get into Arrow. I did watch the Flash. Yeah, the Flash. Oh yeah, I like seven the Flash years too. and I, I couldn't take it anymore. Oh I yeah, no, it's, it's, it's like still going on. 
Yeah, I know. I, yeah. I used to watch every episode, and then, like, after a while, I, was, I just forgot it was even on, and I just saw commercials for the new season. I'm like, what the hell? That was, like, six years ago I stopped watching that show. Yeah. It's always sad when those shows go through that area, right? They go, like, Dexter did that. They went a little too long. You start feeling it. Uh, this, remember that? You guys ever see Shameless, I think it was? It started getting yeah, yeah, sure. by the Never end of that. Weird. I started losing interest. Um you know, uh, so it's, yeah, I always get, I always get bummed out when it goes a season too far. Usually you start feeling, it. you could totally tell. You Did you guys ever tell. watch the show? I think it was on Showtime with Don Cheadle and, uh, oh shit. What the hell was it called? Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. What is that show? The, the chick from, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall was in it. What the heck's her name? The, I don't know. The beautiful blonde. I remember woman, Cheadle I had remember her it. Name. So on Showtime, uh, you know. Is it the comedy? Yeah, it's a, it's a comedy, and I can't fucking. I'm, I know the I'm good sitting place? here. No, no, that was just she was in it, not him. Uh, this was a Don Cheadle one. Oh, um, House of Lies. House, House of Lies. Lies. Yes. Did you guys ever see that? Never no. did. I remember it that. It was one of the best. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen. It was really? hysterical. It was awesome. Oh, I'm telling you. The only problem was the last season. They like uh, it was supposed to have like another two seasons, and they canceled it. So they kind of did this like wrapped up quick. Didn't make much sense ending. If you can get yeah. past that, the rest of the series is very good. Yeah. Are you guys in the? But there are some sense. or just ser- like uh, do you guys watch any like? I tried watching. My wife had the. You guys remember the '70s show? Like when I was yeah. young, yeah, I didn't yeah. mind the '70s show. Man, sure. I saw some of that '90s show on Netflix. Dude, that was, was so fucking bad. terrible. Oh my god! I never even knew that was a thing. The that there was, was a '90s awful. show. Yeah, so bad, they man. remade it like with their kids, yeah. like all the idiots' kids, and it's oh, just I. I okay. you, you got I put 20 it minutes of nostalgia for the first episode, right? Yeah. A couple of days that's, that's come back. Over. The theme song, and then the rest of it was just horrendous. Uh, it was pretty god awful. I think I made it through about ten minutes of the first episode. I was like, "This is." It gets worse too. I saw shit. three of them. Yeah, I'm not about I that. I didn't like that '70s show enough to put myself through that. I no, I think it would be watching like Fuller House at that point. It sounds like the same concept, which is, it is. It you know, is. I never saw that. I knew that they made that Fuller House. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't like Fuller House. I'm not going to watch Fuller House, but uh, you know, I, I knew that like it's just you know, like <laughs> yeah, the other way around. You really like the yeah. Fuller House? Yeah, no, I, I've, I've never watched any of those <laughs> fucking shows. I, I got to find something to watch. Maybe I'll check out Citadel. My wife gets annoyed. I still yeah. watch Three's Company. I, I love Jack still, Tripper. I'm like, where do you get yeah. Three's Company? Like, I couldn't even. Is that even on? Pull it it's up on the internet. Lithuania. Is that yeah. like no. prime time on Lithuania? <laughs> no, on but you know what sucks is we have like Married with Children here, which I still love Married with Children. But the problem is they got this voice, you know. And the thing with these far when you watch these foreign shows, for me, you have a subtitle sometimes, but the voice is always the same male voice. So there's like little kids talking, right. and it's like. Oh, you're like, fuck, man. Like, you know, it's, it takes away. It's the same voice for everybody. But when you go to the theater, like I went to go see that new John Wick movie with my wife a couple weeks ago. It's all in English. They have Lithuanian subtitles. Right. Yeah, which is good. that's which the way to watch it. Definitely. I, I like watching a foreign movie. I'd rather have it subtitled and dubbed. I mean, it's so yeah. stupid dubbed. You know, we watched the animated, like, Attack on Titan thing when my kids, like, made it mandatory viewing that we all have to watch it. I got into it. We watched a dubbed version, and honestly, I think I'd rather watch and listen to, you know, incomprehensible Japanese and just have the subtitles because the voicing is just like, I don't know. I never liked the voice, uh, the dubs on anything. I always go to subtitles. No, it drives me crazy. I always go to subtitles. I don't like Uh, to read my movies, but... 
I'll do it. Instead of I know, but it's it's worse listening to like badly voice acted, you know, dubs in my for opinion. the same I person get, has the same voiceover. I keep I keep yeah. subtitles on for everything. Okay, you're I one really of those do. people. <laughs> no, I'll tell you that. Yeah. My kids, I, first of all, it's not just my kids. I, well, I, I shouldn't know, say for everything. The whole explain. younger yeah. generation watches with, you know, uh, subtitles that's, all the time. Yeah, and everything. that's how I got into doing it because my daughter wouldn't, yeah, she, she would always watch things on subtitles. And I used to make fun of her all the time. And then, okay, so like, like pro wrestling and hockey, you can't watch with subtitles or football because, right. you know, I, I, I want to watch the game. So, uh, or whatever, but like any kind of show I'm watching and I find it much more like, especially like if you're like whispering and you can't really understand what they're saying, if maybe they can't have the TV too loud because kids are sleeping or whatever, it's nice to be able to read it, see exactly what's going on. Oh, all for it. Action movies, stuff like that. Not really because I like to get the whole screen, but if I'm just watching like Better Call Saul, I'll put on the subtitles. I like it. Kids probably like it. It kind of gives me a texting effect. Maybe, maybe because they're all freaking half retarded. Yeah, right. Well, they're, they're multitasking. The kids that none of my kids have ever watched like a show with just sitting there. They're also no. doing five other things. It's like it's weird. It kind of drives yeah, me crazy. Like, That's why I feel old, right? Like the other, I'm always telling my family, I'm like, yeah. no phones at the table. I'm like, we got to do it too as parents, so our kids don't see that. You know, I'm like, I'm right. like, no, I sound like my old man. You know, it's like no, you know, dinner's so much better when no. Dinner's so much better, seriously, when no one's talking to each other and everybody's on their phones. I find it to be very <laughs> relaxing. It's the way to go. I highly recommend no, it. No, we we, we eat at separate times, actually. I eat at 5, Jamie's at 5.30. <laughs> That's even better. There you go. <laughs> Different houses. <laughs> you know, it's like... Honey, I cleaned. Kitchen's all yours. No, Chris, no, you were mentioning, I have to ask, because... I used to watch this shit when I was a kid, but you, so you still you watch wrestling once in a while, right? I watch wrestling more than once in a while. <laughs> So, I mean, is it still like, so I, I know a lot of them are dead, Fake, right? You got yes. The, the Ultimate Warrior's <laughs> gone and all these guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The last time I saw wrestling, it was like just by, probably maybe 10 years ago, but it seemed so freaking trashy, man. It was crazy. It was like, it was like, awesome. it was totally it's, like, I don't what know, What were you man. expecting is really what I'm asking. Like, you put on wrestling and it was trashy? Oh, you my know, God. The kids, it was, I don't know, maybe I was just an idiot. It was kind of like, you know, maybe I, mean, I love Macho Man, you know. Like, and I worked at restaurants where they come in, like Macho Man, Hogan, The Big Show. These guys would come in there, you know. And yeah. Savage actually talked like that. Like, he kind of yeah. talked with that rasp, you know. Yeah, he never broke yeah, cancer. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually got killed. So we lived in, you know, Seminole, yes, Florida. You got I know Dan and Chris were over there before. Um, he actually died, like, right on that road over there. It was kind of crazy. But when I was a kid, I liked Savage. Miss Elizabeth, of course, when you're, you know, I was like. Savage was my favorite wrestler. Miss Elizabeth. Uh, Savage was my favorite wrestler when I was a kid. But I'm into AEW. I like uh, that. I watch some WWE, not a ton, but I like uh, AEW a lot. That's what I usually watch. What did you say? AEW? Is that that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Did they change WWE after something else? All all Elite Wrestling. It was uh, started about four or five years ago. And uh, yeah, they're on they're on TNT on Wednesday nights, and probably preempted because of hockey. But they're on, and uh, it's a it's a it's a, mostly wrestling, and that's what I like about it. And Chris, did they take as a- much as I can watch oily men rolling around on a mat with each other? The happier I am. 
But I will right. say this. I used to love when I was a kid on, you know, they had like the Morton Downey Jr. show on. And then you would have like this wrestling that was like total barbaric. Like, that was ECW, dude. That was in 20 people in the crowd. Oh, yeah. Fans were beating just, the shit out of the wrestlers. It was fucking Dude, that great, was just you know? complete chaos. Yes. Yeah, and then was, you had Morton Downey afterwards smoking cigarettes and acting like, you know, Morton Downey. But uh, <laughs> the, right. the WWF, right? They changed okay. their name because of the, of, uh, the, the Wildlife Federation, right? Yes. Yes. They were sued by a and they had to change the name. And <laughs> <laughs> like, that's my name. Oh, you. <laughs> so they're like, I okay, we'll add one other stroke. The minimum amount of work we can do. The F is now an E. <laughs> they just went there with a, a, a little like paint marker and just one line across every sign. We're done. Now what are they called now? What is that? WWF is now the WWE? Yes. yes, and the, yeah. and the panda. It has and, been and for like pan- twenty years now. I think. Yeah, that was how long was that? Like twenty years ago, literally yeah. about twenty years. I think ago, the maybe news story more. is coming to Lithuania tomorrow. Exactly. Right. Is this breaking news anymore, man? I've, and I know. I talked to Chris. He mentioned. <laughs> I, I'm out of the loop too, dude. I'm definitely out of the loop. But that one. Yeah, I but you knew remember. about the panda, yeah. didn't you, Dan? <laughs> I did. I remember that panda. No, I. I remember, you know, some of the, like, the, uh, what was the last wave that I actually watched some of it? Like, back with the Hardy Boys. Probably we together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I was probably so that's, before that. Yeah, but they were actually, they they still wrestled up to, like, about a year ago. And then really? one of them, wow. yeah, and then one of them got into more trouble. And now the, only, the other one wrestled, Matt still wrestles. But okay. um, a lot of those guys still wrestle. Uh, not as much as they used to. Most of them are on like you know much lighter schedules. But I, I, I still, dude. It's been one of these things. I've I've been a fan since I was like five years old, and I still love it. I always will. Yeah. Well, I always have a soft spot for some of those guys. Mankind. He's the best. Yes, he was. Know? He was uh, awesome. And all his personas. I I thought that was he was so so much fun, so crazy. You know, that's that my favorite he, guy. He did some of the fucking nuttiest shit ever, dude. You'll hear about him yeah. in about two years, Tone. You'll know who he is. I know, right? I, I know, I've heard that. Wait till he gets to He's going to be huge. Well, see, when you live in Florida, you see these dudes. All the, like, they, all the wrestlers live in Florida. Like, in Tampa Florida's like 100 they all live So, like, I remember yeah, Greg the Hammer Valentine, man. You know, I mean, he comes yeah, in. Hogan's a big Florida guy, there. right? Yeah. Hogan's Hogan, Hogan, Hogan has a restaurant over in Clearwater or a shop or some kind of bar over in Clearwater. All right. When we're talking about Hulk Hogan, this, the podcast is officially over. So that's yeah, that's it. how you know. So exactly. That's, that's it. So we, uh, we'll get back on Thursday, guys. Thanks so much for dealing with us tonight, and uh, we will <laughs> see you when we see you. Fuck is out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something mean, Gene. It's over.